Hello, beautiful souls. Amy Lee here on Intuitive, a podcast. And I am so happy that you are here with me today to talk about intuition, of course, and the benefits of listening to your intuition and how it can amplify your joy and your self trust. Fear, let's face it, is something that we all experience from time to time and actually can have quite an effect on our lives. It sneaks up in different ways that might not be expected, and it lives in ways and places that we might not even really be aware of. What I have come to find more and more as time goes on is that the antidote to fear is self-trust. And the key to self-trust is intuition is knowing that we have access to information that will help us to always know how to respond to what's in front of us. So I want to say that again. We have the capability within each and every one of us to access information that is below the surface. It is unseen to the naked human eye. It is not even accessible through just the intellect. It's through our intuition. It's our ability to tap into and be aware of the energy field of information that's always around us. With that then, imagine if you just had this deep knowing and this this trust that no matter what happens in your life, you're going to be able to figure it out. You're going to be able to move through it. You will have the answers that you need to manage whatever comes forward. Whether it's something absolutely amazing, because sometimes, let's face it, we don't always know how to say yes to the amazing things that we invite into our lives and fear can come up and self-sabotage can come into play. Or maybe it's things that we're afraid of because they're scary and it's change and we don't know how we're going to pay the bills or our health issues that might come up or all the things, all the things that that are in our daily lives, that how do we know we're going to be okay? How do we know we can manage what's happening? And how can we get out of that fear that can plague those questions? Intuition. Intuition is the key to it because once we start to cultivate a deep awareness and relationship with our intuitive selves, with that part of ourselves, and we call on that, we become self-resourced. We no longer are hostage or no longer are we reliant for our survival from the external world. We now have a way to access information. We have a way to access wisdom from ourselves, from the spiritual world, from the energetic world, from the God of our hearts, from the universe, from source, from whatever term you want to place there. You have created this direct line of communication that you're tapped into so that you're continually guiding yourself and guided to make the decisions that you need to make and to have the information that you need to make those decisions. So, ha, I love this. I love this topic so much because really it is such a key 
into joy and self-trust, again, eradicating any fear that might come into play, which ultimately then is, is spiritual freedom. It's freedom to live our lives and express our lives, make the decisions that are truly in alignment, not from a place of fear. Okay, so once again, and you've heard me talk about this, but we are all intuitive. We all have this intuitive awareness, this intuitive ability. We were born with it. It's who we are as spirit. Some of us, yes, are are more, more aware and more intuitive than others. However, it is a skill that you can master. It is one that when you put your attention on it and you start to invite your intuition into your life and open up that channel, you open up that part of yourself, you start to shift from seeing from the human eye into shifting into seeing with your spiritual energetic eye. And that is such a bird's eye view. It's a way where you can see the big picture. It's a way where you can see beneath the surface and you can access more information and wisdom so that then you become more self-resourced and you're able to make those decisions as I was just saying. So I want you just for a moment to imagine you're waking up in the morning and I hear this a lot from clients, like waking up and starting to go through the day and they are mapping out what's going to happen that day, whether it's needing to get up and get the kiddos to school and then off to work, or it's getting up and then beating traffic and making it into the office to give the presentation or to make the big decisions. You, you know, whatever, whatever your day holds, there's a way where a lot of times we will start to map out our day at the beginning of the morning, consciously or unconsciously. And what can happen is that our energy system starts to respond to the images and to the thoughts that we are consciously or unconsciously moving through as we look at our day, as we're, we're in a way, we're grounding our day, we're anticipating it, preparing for it, getting ready for it. And a lot of times what will happen is that fear or angst or stress, anxiety will light up because we're not quite sure how we're going to manage that. And whether it's in that specific day or it's something in our future or something that's coming forward or even just the next 10 years, how am I going to do these things? It can become overwhelming and we can get in a sense stressed and in a lot of fear and that then activates our body system into survival where our body now is louder than our spiritual energetic perspective. So the body body's demand to feel safe, to start to control and manage all the things that we're looking at that are coming either in that day or in the future, our body starts to respond to it as if it's happening right now. And that is then a way where we start to get into fear and we disconnect from the joy. We disconnect from the present moment. We disconnect from this knowingness that we have this internal wisdom that's always accessible to us. So the opposite of that is to hold a spiritual energetic perspective in the morning when you wake. And the number one thing that I want to offer here is that if you don't have an answer for something quite yet, if you're not quite sure what you're going to say when you get into that conference room, if you're not quite sure how you're going to get your child to go to school today, if you're not quite sure how you're going to manage 
you know, the changes that are coming in five to seven years around uh, selling a home or navigating your children moving out or the retirement that you're planning, it's okay. All that means is that you don't have all of the information yet to make that decision. You do not have all of the information yet that will come forward between now and when you need to have that information to make that decision. So it's trusting yourself. It's trusting that in a moment's notice, you can connect with and become aware of more information and wisdom than what your mind, your intellect is privy to. Your mind and your intellect is essential, no doubt, right? Like in order to be your highest optimal self, your most capable self, it is a matter of partnership between your intuition and your intellect. But when we put all of our attention and all of the worth on the intellect and we shut down that intuitive awareness, we go into control mode of needing to figure it all out and know how and when and all the things, then we we are, we're, we're shutting ourselves off from being in the present moment, which is where the joy is, which is where we're able to experience extraordinary in the ordinary. So I just want to offer that to you that Imagine if you just knew that no matter what comes forward in your life, when that is present, when whatever it is is in front of you, you will have the information. There's so much learning, so much space between now and that moment. Even if it is in 30 minutes of taking your child to school, you will have 30 minutes for yourself to move through the moment, to gather more information, to know exactly how to respond to what's happening in front of you. Now, where this goes awry and actually does not always work is when we're not in present time, when we are not present enough to open that channel and be connected. When, again, that body level communication is super strong and we go into the fear, we go into trying to control things from a body level, our humanness, our intellect, and we try to muscle things around. We're no longer present in the moment, connected to our intuition. So the knowingness off the top of our head, the sensations in the body, that gut feeling, our clairvoyance, so the pictures or the images that come forward, or even like the clear audience where we just maybe hear something or we hear our own internal voice and we know that that is the move to make. That's the way to make this decision. So being present. It's almost, it is a, such a practice because it almost seems counterintuitive when we get into that fear moment where we want to jump into the future or jump into planning and figuring it out, that that's where we really need to practice staying grounded, engaging the intellect to know how to navigate in our in our physical realm. However, the main key is, is to stay energetically, spiritually connected so that you have that source, that wisdom always flowing through you. And then from that place, engaging in the intellect to make the decisions and to take inspired divine action. But it's hard. It can be so tricky because that counterintuitive space of, I don't know what's happening. Our body starts to get revved up our adrenaline starts to kick in. We start to look at it as there's a problem. I need to take action. And we move out of the present moment and we jump into what it is. 
this is where we start to shift from responding to reacting. So there's a huge difference between responding and reacting. When we are grounded and in the moment, when we are connected to source, when we are connected to our intuition, we are able to see things from a neutral perspective in a way that allows us to mindfully and aligned with our truth respond to what's in front of us versus when we are ungrounded and scattered and in that fear and in either the future or in the past and just not present, our energy is scattered about and we're in that hysteria, if you will, then that is where we react. And our reactions, we all know, we've all, we've all had experiences of both. So our reactions are times typically where we look back on them and think that, hmm, maybe I could have done that a little bit different. And our bodies take a surge of adrenaline and cortisol and all the toxic um, hormones that flood our, our system that make us feel even ill physically, right? Like there's a, a time that we need to recover from some of these extreme reactions, the stress in our bodies that re- reacting can can induce in our bodies, as well as then the emotional and the mental and the energetic, where now we just feel blown out of our space and we just feel ungrounded, versus when we are responding, there really isn't that recovery that's needed because we are connected to ourselves in that moment and and making the decisions that are in the highest well-being. And it isn't a perfect picture, meaning I'm in, in no way is there any judgment. This is really just um, an invitation for each of us to just recognize what triggers us, what puts us into either reacting or responding, where do we lose our space, and what what's happening around us, whether it's certain individuals, certain circumstances, food that we eat, environments that we're in, all of these affect our um, energy system. And it affects our connection then to our intuition and to this channel of information that we always have access to. So the outside surroundings, our emotions, all of that can interrupt our connection with our intuitive selves. So when we can start to look at, okay, I notice that if I eat this. If I'm eating donuts every day, then I typically find myself reacting a lot. I'm not as grounded and centered and I'm not able to respond to my boss. I'm not able to respond to my client. I'm not able to respond to my spouse or to my children or to my neighbor or to myself in a way that's in alignment with what the way that I want to show up. Maybe I'm not being as kind. Maybe I don't have the patience. Maybe I don't have the clear scene to be open-minded and to see different ways. So you can start to track what ways support you to stay connected to your intuition and and enhance your energy in a way where you can respond to what's happening versus react to what's happening and what closes it off. So that tracking and that awareness 
is such a powerful, beautiful thing to have. So it isn't a judgment of when you find yourself reacting. It's more just an invitation to notice. And then from that place of curiosity, you get to make a decision on what you want to change and shift, if anything at all. But knowing that when you foster this really intimate relationship with your intuition and you live and lead in business and life from intuition, that you are creating so much more self-trust. You're creating so much more access to joy that that is, that is available to you. And it really is just a choice. There are many different ways to activate your intuition and to stay connected with it. Um, you'll hear me talk a lot about meditation, intuitive meditation, learning how to work with energy, go inside, connect with yourself so that you are honoring and cultivating that relationship that will support you always. Back to the self-trust. Again, self-trust is going to eradicate the fear. When you have that self-trust, when you know that you can count on yourself, when you know that you are capable and have access to so much more information, then you start to trust that no matter what comes your way, you can handle. And I see where self-trust can get harmed when we, it's really simple, when we don't do what we say we're going to do. And a lot of times, maybe there's a pattern in your life where a lot of times you notice you say you're going to do one thing and maybe there's a little voice in the back of your head that's saying, I know I'm not actually going to do that or I'm just setting myself up for failure. If you notice that there's some area of your life or a pattern around self-trust, maybe it's just a matter of even when you say, I'm going to do something, that there's an energy that gets in the way where there's a resistance or a doubt that lights up, that is a place for you to look and to start to notice that there's an energy in that space that's not yours. There's a block. And the more you look at it, the more you embrace it and you sit with it and you start to get curious about it, then the more it starts to flow away, the more you can start to heal it and change it and shift that pattern in your life. But really, one of the number one ways to start to trust yourself more is to do what you say you're going to do. And I know that in times of that I've gone through this of not having enough self-trust or the as much self-trust as I, I really wanted at a certain point in my life, because it can kind of come and go too, right? Like everything, it can be really strong at certain times and then it can kind of fade away, especially depending on if you're in places of transition or change or growth. Um, but one of the things that I will do is I will actually invite myself to to choose one thing that day that I'm going to do. And maybe it's just even in my thoughts. Maybe it's in the way that I'm treating myself. Like today, I'm going to be super kind to myself. Or maybe it's an action. Today, I'm going to get these tasks done. Or maybe it's in the way that you're treating others or showing up for other people. But whatever you choose, whatever feels true to you, you can choose that one thing, just one, and then make sure you do it. And lovingly hold yourself accountable. Imagine just like a young child that needs love and encouragement, 
that you are going to give that to yourself. So without the judgment or the criticism or it's about time you're doing this type of dialogue, you encourage yourself and you validate yourself. Validation is how we grow as spirit. It's like sunlight on the flowers. And so the more validation you can give yourself, the more less validation you need from the external world. You're able to be internally validated, which is essential to self-trust as well. So as you go through this one thing that you're going to choose for the day and, and you do it lovingly and celebrating yourself every step of the way, no matter how insignificant it may seem, I want you to validate yourself after that you did it. I want you to stop and show your body, show your brain, just look at that picture, think of it, feel it. However that energy shows up for you, just sit with it for a moment and validate that you actually did it. That right there will really help you in starting to create more self-trust. And then it is about the meditation. It's about going inward, connecting with yourself, and starting to listen to your intuition. So when you hear that little voice say, maybe today go this way to work. Don't go down that street, go down this street. Or I think my body actually is asking for this beautiful fish to dinner for dinner tonight, or actually it needs no meat products today. Listen to it and act on it. If you start to feel a certain way, a gut reaction, or if you start to have these visions, if you know something off the top of your head, I invite you to trust it and play with it. It is a relationship you get to build. And the more you listen to it and you trust it, then the more it grows and the more of a beautiful relationship you have, not only with your intuition as it grows and builds, but ultimately with your whole self. And that self-trust that you will create will amplify your joy. It will eradicate the fear and it will create the spiritual freedom for you to Express your essence. Take divine action that is aligned with who you are, your truth. Thank you so much for being here today. I am so thankful that you are here. If you enjoyed this, then please share it, like it, and I would love to hear from you. I love connecting with each and every one of you, so please let me know what your questions, your thoughts are, and how this landed for you today. Have a beautiful, intuitive day.